Welcome to episode 18 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is Saturday, Saturday, the 6th of July, 2000, 2000, 2019. The year is cracking on, people. July already. Fucking hell. Uh, and uh, this, oh, man, today I am fucking dying. Um, not literally, people out there. But um, I've crashed and burnt today after a uh, a week full of gigs. Uh, I'm not gigging tonight. It's about, I don't know, man. I only woke up about a couple of hours ago. It's like 10 past 10 at night now, isn't it? Just sneaking it in, getting this uploaded before um, before another day begins. Um, but, yeah, I've crashed and burnt today, man. Uh, it's been a long, long, heavy week of gigs. Gigs that have been fucking miles away and late finishes, getting back late, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. And then uh, today it's all caught up with me. Just just one of those days um, where it's all caught up with me today and I've been asleep most of the day. I know, it's a nice little life at the weekends, like uh, on a, for a Saturday. A nice little sleepy day, just a nice relaxing Sleepy, sleepy day today. Um, but the gigs this week, well, since Tuesday anyway, since the last spoke to you. Let's have a cup of tea, see if I can. Uh, this is my morning now. That's it. Ten past ten at night. That's my morning. Um, <laughs> I know. Most of you are probably, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing right now. Uh, I imagine not in nightclubs. I imagine. I imagine I don't get many young people listening to this. Um, it's all middle-aged people. You're probably all tucked up in bed as I'm talking right now. Let's have a little bit of tea, wake myself up. British tea. Don't get colonial, Ben. Don't get colonial. Um, yeah, so it's been nice. It's been nice this week. Busy with gigs this week. Um, Wednesday. When did I last speak to you? Tuesday. Wednesday, I was in... Fuck knows. Where was I? Jesus. It's, it's, that's, this is the thing. Everywhere rolls into each other. Wednesday, I was in Louth. Yes. Louth, Lincolnshire. That was a nice gig. Um, it was sort of like at a hotel, uh, the Priory Hotel. I'll name it. It sounds like, um, some sort of rehabilitation center, the Priory, where you go when you're hooked on smack or something like that. But I tell you what, it was fucking lovely. Um, I thoroughly recommend uh, that gig. And the gig who runs uh, the hotel, Paul, and um, his team there. He is the most positive geezer I've ever met in my life. I've got to put it out there, man. He's the most positive geezer I've met. He was just instantly likable, really passionate about what he does, um, and just couldn't do enough for you. I could have stayed over in the hotel and that, but I decided to come back. Um, but it was the most positive, you know, like when you, it's a damn fucking rare thing these days where somebody's actually fucking positive about what they do. And um, he just radiated that sort of thing. I, I had a bit of a man crush on him, I think. <laughs> ah, yeah, but it's a fucking damn, most places... You go to a gig, and I was chatting to the, this about one of the acts uh, actually that night. And um, I said, most places you go and you turn up and you say, 
Oh, yeah, I'm here for the comedy night or something like that. And they go, I don't know, there's a comedy night, John. And you go, well, apparently, you know, they're, oh, I don't know. I don't know anything to do with it. And not just in Birmingham because of that accent, but it suits the sort of, like, attitude, uh, that Birmingham accent. But, yeah, most places you turn up, they don't give a fuck. This guy actually gave a fuck. And he actually does quite a nice thing at the hotel. He sort of like employs um, uh, people with learning difficulties, I think. Is that the, I think that's a politically correct term for it. Um, People with Down syndrome, learning difficulties, that sort of thing. And, um, you know, he's giving a bit back. Uh, He's helping people out. Um, but he's so positive and showed us around the grounds of the hotel, said any time you want to come back in the week or anything and you just want a day of writing, just come up and chill out and that sort of thing. Couldn't do enough for us. And the gig, um, the gig was fucking lovely as well. I always find it interesting because obviously there's people with Down syndrome working there and that. They seem like the way we all ought to be. I know. I'm... Uh, putting out stereotypes out there and that sort of thing. But I was uh, I was talking to somebody about this the other night. People with Down syndrome always seem so happy, positive, you know, like very talkative, don't have those, you know, weird social things where like, oh, is it all right to talk now or not? You know, like really open. I don't know, man. I'm not saying that's the way to be, but like there's there's worse ways. I know it's quite a bad thing having Down syndrome, I imagine. Um, but they seem so loving, caring people. You know, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. It's almost like the way humanity should be. You know, no hang-ups, no nastiness. You know, there's very few serial killers with Down syndrome. <laughs> I've never heard of a Down syndrome serial killer. They're all, like, really nice people, open, friendly, loving, you know. It's the way society ought to be. That should be the way it is. Not like the fucking, you know, the whole experience of going there, meeting those people, um, meeting the guys who run it, uh, like Paul and his son and his family and that are all there and meeting the people at the gig and that. Everyone's fully behind it. And, you know, even before me, there was a guy uh, who actually works there who was doing five minutes before me, uh, bless him. And um, I don't know. I think he's had a lot of issues in his past and um, uh, with various things. And he was, um, I don't know whether he had learning difficulties or something like that. Um, but he was doing five minutes before me, which instantly, is not because um, he's got learning difficulties, by the way, just to clarify that. Not because he's got learning difficulties, but anybody new who works at a venue who everybody knows um, in the audience knows and they're doing five minutes. So you've got all that. They're doing five minutes of stuff before you. So there's a lot of love in the room for this guy. People want him to succeed. And to be fair, he had some nice. <laughs> he had a couple of nice fucking lines, to be fair to him. Uh, one about STDs. Uh, saying something about like uh, I don't know how he how he finds it difficult to talk to people, so he just wanted to you know he's got no chance of getting an STD, which was a good line. The way he played it, it was a good line. It suited his character. He was writing for himself, talking from experience. 
But when you've got to follow somebody like that, and um, there's a lot of love in the fucking room for him, I was like, oh, fucking hell, standing at the back, just get, I know, you, 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 you know, you want the guy to have a nice gig or whatever, but you don't want him to kill it for you. Do you? All that light. So everybody's sitting there going like, ah, oh, he was lovely. Oh, what a lovely guy. He's doing, living his dream. And I walk on being all cunty. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, there's a definite sea change in the room when I worked on. Um, but they were lovely. They were they were so nice. Like the audience was so nice. They were good fun. They went with some dark shit. And, um, and uh, the guys there who ran the gig were just so, so nice. Uh, it's it's so nice, like, feeling appreciated, you know what I mean? Turning up to a gig rather than, like, somebody just who just doesn't know what's going on, don't even know if there's a gig on, there's no posters up or anything like that. It was like a real community spirit at the gig. And the ethos of that seems to run through the whole, t- whole hotel and um, all of the... Uh, and, and the way those people live their lives there. And it's just fucking, fucking amazing. Um, it was amusing watching. Um, uh, I was talking to one of the Down syndrome guys. Uh, I didn't get his name to be honest, um, but I was, I was chatting to him a little bit. And it's interesting how awkward. I know, like it's like an unsaid sort of thing, but we all feel a bit awkward sometimes, like that. Um, you know, I'm going to be perfectly honest. That's how I, you know, I feel. You feel a bit awkward sometimes talking you know they're human beings you know but you feel you get that thing in you know in your don't you yeah and you think oh this is fucking awkward or whatever but uh you know the more people that's the, that's the good thing about meeting people like that the more times you meet people like that the the more relaxed you get around people like that not that you ought to be relaxed but you know but it was quite interesting watching um uh one of the lads talking to a couple and this woman was like really uncomfortable talking to him just giving like yep 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 okay and it was if she was and you just feel like going over and just going just fucking chill out and let him you know let him let him talk to you and that sort of thing that's what he wants to do those people they're lovely people man lovely people i know you shouldn't stereotype and i know it seems like i'm patronizing in some way but um the world will be a fucking lot a bit a lot better place i tell you what if we all had one extra chromosome i think that's 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 my philosophy on it. I think it would be a lot more loving, you know, less serial killers. There's not a lot of, um, like I said, like there's not a lot of uh, Down syndrome or people with learning difficulties who turn into serial killers. Um, it's always it's always the other way, isn't it? It's not loving, caring people like that. It's always people. Like normal people, like the Ted Bundys. He seems so normal. Of course he's a fucking serial killer if he seems fucking normal. <laughs> With all them normal hang-ups that everybody's got about fucking society and ego and narcissism and all that sort of thing. Of course he's going to turn into a fucking serial killer if he's what society deems as being the most normal person around. Um, With all those little fucking hang-ups that we've all got. But that was a fucking lovely gig. So, and I'd thoroughly recommend anybody. I can't hold the place up enough. Uh, that's the Priory Hotel in Louth. I can't. the The comedy night's fucking amazing. 
Uh, they put a curry on and stuff like that. I look, I feel like I'm uh, doing a little bit of advertising for him, but I can't. I can't recommend the place enough. I fucking left there as if I'd just won, like, the fucking generation game. You know, I left there with, like, he goes, oh, we beer, uh, brew these beers on site. Take a couple of these beers with you, which are fucking lovely, by the way. Um, he gave me a CD of a band he manages, you know, contact details if ever I want to stay up there. I, you know, I was just missing the cuddly toy. That was it uh, when I left there. So um, I can't, you know. It's just nice to meet nice people sometimes. When you're fucking knackered, you've you've done a like three-hour drive to the venue, uh, which it was about a three-hour drive to the venue, and then you turn up and like you just meet like the loveliest people in the world, and you're like, this is what it's all about, people. This is what it's all about. Um, so other gigs, uh, yeah, so that was a lovely gig. Uh, I did Norwich on Thursday, and then... Um, Norwich on Thursday, which uh, which was nice. Not many people there, uh, not a lot there, but it was nice to fuck around a little bit. I was closing that gig. Um, that's the sort of pull I have, by the way, people. Uh, I close gigs and not many people turn up. <laughs> and if they do, I have them feel a bit, uh, look a bit horrified. Let's have a bit more tea. Hang on. Sorry, I'm taking this. I'm taking this nice and relaxed tonight. Bit of tea. There we go. So the Norwich gig was nice. And then I was in um, Lowestoft last night. And that was like, it took about four hours to get there, man, because it's Friday fucking traffic and everybody. And it's all, I don't know what the problem is. East Coast. That's what I've been doing my East Coast tour this week. It seems like a fucking East Coast tour anyway. Like Norwich, fucking Ipswich, um, Louth. That's like up there near the East Coast, and then down in uh, Lowestoft last night. Which, and the East Coast, uh, if anybody doesn't know, the East Coast of England, uh, it's uh, it's got no fucking motorways or anything. So it's like all A and B roads, like dual carriageways and that. So Or single carriageways where you, you get stuck behind a tractor or something and, you, oh, man, you can waste 20 minutes. Just, uh, there ought to be a special time when tractors go out on those roads you know first thing in the morning last thing at night and if not you the farmer's just stuck in his field <laughs> rather than inconveniencing everybody else like me it was trying to get to places but last night lowest off was nice um i was comparing that gig so it was nice i just fuck about a little bit when i'm comparing get to know people hey what's your name what do you do that's great What's your name? What do you do? Um, it's a little bit more advanced than that, but it ain't far off. And then uh, I was fucking around. It was actually quite nice uh, last night. There was a police inspector, a fucking Rosa, a female police inspector as well. Only in 2019 would that happen. Uh, a female police man, woman. Is that uh, what they're called? A police officer S. Uh, a policeman woman, there was, like, I know that's winding people up by me saying that. I know. Um, but uh, it just makes me laugh um, because I know that somebody at some point listening into the future will get annoyed by me saying there was a policeman woman there last night. Uh, hey, Ben, 
Are you assuming her gender? She said she was a, a policewoman. So um, I assume she identified as female. Uh, she might only identify as female whilst wearing a police uniform, though. Nobody questions that. I didn't ask that question. I didn't delve too deeply. Before you get into the uniform, do you um, do you think of yourself as a man or a woman? Definitely a woman when I'm in uniform. Yes. Uh, anyway, she. Uh, I was I was talking to her last night. Uh, obviously, from the stage through an amplification device. And uh, she became my uh, my little intro woman who was uh, introing me for the uh, for the sections. It was essentially a bit like a gig, like everybody in the gig, apart from four people, knew everybody else, which sort of like changes the dynamics of the gig because it becomes like as if it's like a corporate or a family party or something like that. Uh, but she was. Um, I asked her, um, like when I was talking to her, like from the stage, I said, what's the weirdest, like, um, like death you've ever seen? Because I'm fascinated by that. I'm fascinated by um, weird deaths. It's like the, <laughs> the keys are falling out of the airplane the other day that I was talking about and that sort of thing. Who just missed a sunbather. And I've seen, subsequently, I have seen the crater in the floor that he left, that his oyster body as he was um, uh, plummeting to earth uh, left in the geezer's garden. And it is a fucking hell of a crater. <laughs> oh, fuck me. It just looks like a meteor's hit. <laughs> a Kenyan meteor just whacked into uh, somebody's back garden as they're fucking uh, sunbathing. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm fascinated by shit like that because that's what you get remembered for. Like if you die in a weird way, it doesn't matter what you achieved throughout the whole of your life. People are going to remember you for that. And, uh, she came out with a bit of a corker to be fair to her. She did come out with a corker. Uh, she was saying they went, um, to a flat and there was a guy, uh, obviously dead and he was naked on the sofa. And he was obviously dead. And um, then uh, as they were sort of like uh, just like trying to figure out, uh, somebody accidentally tapped the laptop uh, that was sitting on the uh, table in front of him. Uh, And uh, a load of fucking hardcore pornography started playing. And then they noticed on the side there was like some tissues and that. And the old (laughs) boy... Oh, boy, had died mid-masturbation. What a way to go, eh? Jesus. That's something you can't hide, isn't it? You know, that is something you're going to be remembered for. Oh, do you you hear Gary died? Who's Gary? You know Gary. Gary who died. You must know Gary. Wanked himself to death. Oh, yeah, that Gary. (laughs) Ah, dear. I did. Uh, it's all. It's like the um, the Richard Pryor thing, and it came and went at the same time. That's it. But Jesus fucking hell, what a way to go! And the thing was, I even delved in even deeper with it and said, "Did he manage to finish? You know, because if he managed to finish, that's good. At least he's he's committed to that that wank that he's just had." But she said he didn't, and I just 
Just imagine a very frustrated ghost. <laughs> that would that would be uh, that would be like the porn version of uh, the Patrick Swayze film Ghost, wouldn't it? He's just uh, that's if they ever made a porno of that film, they probably have. They probably have made a porno of that film. But if they do, that would be the porn version of that film where somebody dies mid-masturbation. <laughs> and then he has to, he spends the rest of the film just trying to finish. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, he learns how to fucking move things with his fucking hands like he does. And then suddenly you just see this eruption at the end of the film just all over somebody who looks vaguely like Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) Oh, dear. But anyway, poor old fucking boy. But uh, it was very funny last night when she was telling us about that. Uh, I was in bits, really. Uh, And to not even finish that, poor old boy, man. That That is frustration. That is commitment to it, though, because if he's had a heart attack, he must have been getting... You know, he must have been getting palpitations and thought, no, I can make it through this. (laughs) Just stroke and stroke another couple of times and all this dizzy feeling and uh, pain in my chest will go. (laughs) Oh, fuck me, man. It was funny. Anyway, sorry, I just chinked the old old, uh, uh, tea against the microphone there. Um, Let's have a bit more tea. That's all right. So that was that, and the gig was nice, and uh, I did all right. Uh, I did I did nicely, so I hate people who do that. I did really well. Hey, man, that that's the worst thing about this, by the way. It sounds like I'm one of these uh, comedians. I don't know. You're probably, you may not be friends with comedians, but we are the worst people on Facebook. It sounds like um, one of the, uh, one of the things... Uh, that people go, hey, it was a nice gig, and I did great. Hey, this is a lovely gig, which basically means uh, I did well, and please book me again. That's basically... <laughs> That's shorthand. Hey, man, this is a really lovely gig. I did great, um, and please book me again in the future. That's it. And uh, possibly uh, number three, please comment that I did great underneath here. <laughs> so other people and promoters can see it. Jesus. That's shorthand. That's comedian shorthand for that, that is. I did great. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, man, anybody know if there's a parking space near? And then they'll put, put like, the Comedy Store London, which basically means they're playing the Comedy Store London. <laughs> Nobody ever says... Anybody know uh, if there's a um, parking space near the Hollybush in Craigley Heath? <laughs> not that there's a, uh, not that there's anything wrong with the old legendary bush, but um, but it's an open mic night. You know, it runs weekly. Nobody's ever going. Hey, anybody know if there's a parking space near the Hollybush? Just Google it. You know, just Google nearest parking space to there. You know, you don't have to. Use Facebook as Google. People who fucking question, uh, questioning on Facebook. Hey, guys, anybody know if there's... Uh, do you know the best sort of camera to use for... Just Google it. 
just Google best sort of cameras for fucking narcissistic twats uh, who want a response on Facebook. <laughs> this this podcast started um, quite positive this evening, talking about that Louth gig. Um, anyway, let's move on to some stuff. Um, it was a bit of a shame, the old lionesses. Uh, they lost, and uh, they lost in the semis of the World Cup final. You fucking losers! Uh, but they went out like all England teams go out, uh, playing well and being slightly robbed by missing a penalty and having a goal disallowed for a marginal offside. That's happy. The country is happy with that. We were valiant losers. And we're happy with that. But they played well. It's quite an exciting game, particularly the second half. Um, but they're out. They're just like every other England side, England football inside, and they are out. So, um, and I think, is the final tomorrow? I think the final might be tomorrow. It's usually on a Sunday, I think. Um, but I know the third, fourth game was today, and they lost that and all the fucking losers. So they've come from... Lionesses, they are mere lion cubs again now. Um, but maybe four years' time, you know, two years' time, do they have the Euros in the females? Do they let them play in Europe? Possibly not. <laughs> Probably wouldn't let them play in Turkey, <laughs> even though that's uh, not part of the EU, but technically, I don't know whether it is that that's technically part of Europe, isn't it? I don't know. Let's have some more tea while I think about it. My lack of geographical knowledge coming out there. Uh, one of the main things this week, people are going ape shit, ape shit over the Black Little Mermaid. Um, yeah, I know because uh, in the live version of the Little Mermaid, um, there is a black woman who has been cast as the main mermaid, and people are saying, uh. It's wrong that black people um, should play the part of a half woman, half fish. And this is disgusting on the internet. It's uh, political correction, uh, correctness gone mad. That black woman uh, has the bottom half of a fish and the top half of a black woman. It should be only... <laughs> it should only be white top half of a mermaid and bottom half fish. So um, people are getting annoyed by that. Uh, I saw uh, saw one post on the internet that said, it's like having tigers uh, playing the Lion King. Uh, it's not really, is it? Because um, firstly, it's a fish. The bottom half is a fish. And uh, I, I'm not sure if that woman was aware that tigers and lions are actually a dif different species, uh, whereas uh, black people and white people are actually, I don't know if you know this, uh, we're actually the same species, uh, human beings, uh, whereas, again, uh, the tigers and lions are not the same species. Uh, although, saying that, I am not for it having a... I know, controversial. How is he going to pull this one back? I'll tell you I'm going to pull this back. Um, 
because I don't think they ought to be making the movie in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Coughed up a bit of phlegm there uh, because it's fucking awful. And uh, why can't they? Why do they have to do the remakes? That's it. It's like they're... they're, uh, It's like they're going, right, hey, look how cool we are. We got a like a black half-fish woman rather than a white half-fish woman now. Hey, aren't we the coolest? No. Just write something new. Why don't they just write... Why don't Disney just get off their ass and instead of rehashing live versions of fucking um, past uh, animated films that they've done, they're just making live... They did the live version of Beauty and the Beast, didn't they? That could have gone horribly wrong if they um, cast a black person in that. <laughs> it wouldn't. And they they tried, they go, hey, we've got black people in this now. Uh, yeah, but they're playing the Beast. That would that would have been. That's. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see them go. Hey guys, we got black people in stuff now. Uh, Disney and they just get it horribly, horribly wrong. Like uh, the Little Mermaid. It just has a massively, like, really stereotypical Southern American black person accent. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Oh, I'd pay to watch that. Just for the cringe factor of seeing how Disney are trying to be cool but just get it horribly wrong. They give them, uh, they give her the accent of the, the crow's out of the fucking jungle book. <laughs> oh, fuck me. That would be amazing. Uh, but uh, I imagine it's going to be all like fucking, you know. My point with this is, why don't they just write something new? Instead of saying, you know, like, hey, man, we've got a black little half-fish woman now. Uh, instead of a white half-fish woman. um. Why don't why don't they? I know it's good that like black people are getting those parts and that sort of thing, and that is a good thing. But why don't they just fucking fund something? You know, like um, I know Black Panther was meant to be. Hey man, it's an all black film and that. You got Martin Freeman in there. You know, he was one of the main characters in there, and he's like, yeah, it wasn't an all black film. He was in there unless he was playing the part of a black man but didn't black up for it. Maybe that was it. (laughs) I'm not sure. Maybe that was it. But he was one of the main characters who was white. Why don't they just do that? Just, like, start from scratch and go, right, we're going to have a a strong female black character and um, we're going to make this, you know, um, so, you know, black people can, finally, after all these years, in the Disney universe, have a strong black character to relate to and and that. Why don't they just do that fucking that and just write something completely new and make it fucking amazing and then just, you know, just put that out there and keep doing it and not just have like a like a token gesture, like of saying, hey, we've done that for that'll see us through for the next 20 years. Just do that. So, I'm against it, the Black Little Mermaid, but only on that basis. Why aren't they just funding fucking, you know, 
multiracial um, and have strong, like, um, diverse characters of all ethnicities. Hey, Ben, you getting a bit lefty? Yeah, I am a little bit. It went a bit right there. Do you see what I did there? I stepped right, soldier the dummy, and then took it left. I was like fucking Cristiano Ronaldo there. <laughs> Walking along that tightrope of racism. But why don't they just fucking do that, man? You know, write something fucking original instead of rehashing shit like they always do because there's always a market, already a market for it, and they're just updating it for a new fucking generation. Just scrap it and, you know, write something else because they've got the script there already for it, and they're just like, hey, instead of, like, drawing this, you just act this shit out. Okay, I'll act that out. That's fucking hell. Just write something new. Have a fucking idea, Disney. Jesus. Anyway. Uh, anyway, fucking hell, that's my thoughts on that. Jesus Christ. We're at 32 minutes, man. Um, thanks for listening to this episode, guys. I'll be back on Tuesday. You can like my YouTube channel. It is Links are available on my website. Um, you can subscribe to that. I'm going to be putting some more videos up this week. Uh, website is www.benbriggs co.uk um like the podcast on facebook at the ben briggs podcast and um if you've got any questions or want to send anything in uh it's info no it's not it's uh podcast at ben uk. okay have a good weekend guys it's going to be a scorcher here in the uk and uh, i'll uh speak to you on tuesday cheers take care